Talk Too Much MMA episode Kobe Bryant, right? This is 24. Kobe <laughs> yeah. Wait, not number eight? No, not number. Don't ever say that again. He just referred to Kobe as number eight. No, he's 24. Black mom was 24. Yeah. My bad. This is my boy, Andrew Valdez. I have not seen him for 10 years. Until about, about right. 10 minutes ago, right? Yeah, no, 100%. And we're not bullshitting you at all. Um, Andrew, first of all, I fuck with your tattoos. Why'd you get them? Thanks, man. Uh, I got the first one when I was 18. This is my favorite band. It's Rise Against. It's a punk band. And I remember, yeah. Star Wars. Do you like Fall Out Boy? Uh, I used to a lot, but not nearly as much as when I was like 12. Yeah, that's why I actually <laughs> yeah, remember. Not nearly as much. I used to be able to talk to you about Fall Out Boy. Rise Against, huh? Yeah, man. So where, wait, you went to Green Valley? I went to Green Valley High School. Um, I graduated from high school in 2014, same year as you did, I assume. Mm, yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Let's yeah. not talk about the no. college graduation yeah, no, date. I've, uh, I've been in college ever since. Kind of like. So, Andrew, uh, you're an MMA fan? Yeah. yeah. MMA fan, huh? Yeah. Um, been an MMA fan since my oldest brother got me into it when I was like 10. He's a real Adesanya fan, that's for sure. We can start off with that. That's a big reason why I actually wanted you on, because yesterday... This man says he's all in on Stylebender. Have been for years. Has been for years. Um, an original Stylebender fan, not a casual bandwagon fan that I hate, hopefully. <laughs> you may hate me, but I, <laughs> I don't think hate I'm you. not casual. <laughs> I, he's not a casual fan, so to me, that's all I need to hear to talk MMA with you. But UFC 243, Andrew, yeah. was this weekend. Fantastic. You like the card? I loved it. I thought it was great. Top to bottom. Top to bottom, it was a good card. Um, so... We're going to talk about the three main fights in this card. Okay. All right. Let's do it. And then we're going to talk about the implications of what it means going forward. So, I want to start start off with Tai Tuivasa, a rising heavyweight prospect that previously had lost two in a row after being undefeated. Now, this, he couldn't have lost this fight. We were thinking this has to be a turnaround, turnaround fight. He's fighting my Romanian adjacent brother, the Moldovian <laughs> Sergei Spivak, my boy, who, by the way, Looked like a beast. He looked the way he was able to use his wrestling and take him down to the ground. Fantastic. Dude, Eastern fantastic. European wrestler. Those people are monsters in wrestling. Those Eastern Europeans, Dagestanis, that region. That's what they breed as wrestlers. So, Tai Tuivasa, what did you think about this fight? Go. Um, who'd you have, and were you surprised with the result? I'm not sure. I'm going to say I really had anybody because I only knew about. I'm going to leave the names to you because there's no. I'm just going to butcher yeah, these yeah. two names yeah, for sure. Yeah. But uh, Spivak, Spivak, Spivak. Come on, bro. So <laughs> I uh, I was rooting for him because I heard your last podcast episode, and I was like, all right, I'll give respect, showing some love. Um, but yeah, Tai Tuivasa. I always think of him as the shoey guy, and that's kind of really it. I like Tuivasa's aggressiveness going to this fight. I thought he was good. You know, I thought he was. I thought he was a stud. I thought this dude. They gave this dude Junior Dos Santos, didn't they? Didn't they? Yeah, and so I JBS yeah. beat him. Yeah, beat so. him. And so, and I didn't think he was at that level, but I was. It's an impressive for a young fighter to earn that fight, sure. in my opinion. So going into this fight, I had I had him steamrolling Spivak, but this goes back to the classic classic narrative. You're gonna go with the striker over the brawler, yeah. or the wrestler over the brawler, because you know wrestling's. Arguably the best skill set to have in MMA, I mean, throughout time, right? Sure, definitely. Uh, yeah. Also kind of maybe the most boring? The most boring. <laughs> I don't um, want to disrespect to anybody who's super hard into wrestling. Considering George St. Pierre is my favorite fighter of all time. I give respect, but it's not my favorite I to watch. I agree. I, I think I, I'm very impressed with uh, natural wrestlers that prefer to strike, that use their wrestling just to beat opponents that are yeah. tougher. But I agree with you. Who? Justin Gaethje. So, Great Justin example. Gaethje. Interesting. You know, I keep saying this dude's a D1 wrestler, former, but everyone's saying, you know, he doesn't like to wrestle in the UFC. He doesn't. He said he doesn't like to wrestle because he gets tired. He's going to earn that fight against Habib, and he's going to have to wrestle. He's going to have to. He has to. And I think you guys are stupid if you think Habib's just winning that fight. It's a roll of dice. Do you think he has a shot? Geishi? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Are you kidding me? The way his Thank ability you. to just walk anybody down. And, and steamroll them. Exactly. And, right, we haven't seen the wrestling, but in theory, and it's super high level. Right? Thank you. It's super high like level. Like, if you're going to form, like, compose a yeah. fighter to match up well against Habib, it would be a guy like Geishi or... not afraid of the takedown. Not afraid of the take. Yes. The only thing I, I don't like about Geishi said is I don't like to wrestle because I get tired. Like, bro, you should start running then. Like, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Like, <laughs> golly. Or Dan Hooker, another guy I see as a problem to Habib in that division. 
who had a great performance on Saturday night, did he not? Dan Hooker presents a problem for a lot of lightweights, dude. A Dan lot. Hooker beat Al Yaquinta via UD, right? Yeah, correct. I don't know how Al Yaquinta was walking in that third round. He heart, ate all heart. All heart. And I'll be honest with you, man. From the bottom of my heart, I hate fighters who are all heart. <laughs> Diego Sanchez. You hate Rocky. Rocky. <laughs> um, Al Yaquinta. These guys are not guys I want to see in a card. When I hear the crowd cheering for them and they start yelling, I'm just, I get so mad. Like, he's not good. I don't think Al Yaquinta. I disagree. Are you kidding me? He's giving Habib's the best. I know, I know. That's why. That's all in one argument that stumps me. Oh, Habib didn't finish him. Like, I know, I get it. He is a stud. He can't get fit. I mean, he lasted the whole fight against Hooker. What did you like out of Hooker? Um, he's just so long for that division, right? He used to fight 45, and I don't know how he made that weight cut. That's did you cra- really? Yeah, that's crazy. Um, fuck? But every time, I mean, right, Al got, was able to get a hold of his legs a handful of times, and he's just so long that he's able to, like, I don't know, extend his legs himself. are massive. Yeah, he's able to extend himself, and he was raining elbows. Like, deadly no, elbows Dan Hooker? on Al. Yeah. Yeah, like... He might be the best kickboxer in that division. He is the best kickboxer in that division. Who would you take in a fight, Hooker or Gaethje? That should be the next fight. So I think Dan Hooker might be a little bit too technically solid, right? For for Gaethje? Gaethje's going to try to walk somebody down. Not good against a guy that could pick you apart. Yeah, exactly. He's just too... If Gaethje just runs in and tries to close that distance, I could see Gaethje being punished pretty, pretty badly. Don't you? I mean, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, again, because right... That that city kickboxing That's style. what we were talking about yeah, yesterday. Yeah, out of the, uh, Dan Hooker, Israel's out of there. Where do they, where do um, they, where are they located? They're in New Zealand. They're in New Zealand out of Auckland? They're, that's New that's, Zealand their, that's their camp. That's Dan their Hooker camp. and Izzy are in the yeah, same camp. Uh, Brad Riddle, who also fought, fought on the card last night, got mm-hmm. in the win. Um, Alex Volkanovsky fights Alexander Volkanovsky's yeah. in that That camp might have the head three coach champs. is 10-0. In 2019, I saw that stat on the RL. 10 and 0 as a coach for the year for all his fighters. City kickboxing, yeah, dude, at a little New Zealand. That might be the new camp in in the world because, like, I just remember back in the day, it's always been Nova Uniao, um, American top team. Obviously, Greg Jackson's, in my opinion, is always going to be the GOAT team. Hard to to argue just because they bred BJ Penn, George St. Pierre, John Jones, like. Donald Cerrone, Mike Perry, Rashad Evans. These guys are all Winkle John guys. You know what I mean? And so I'll always, not, not only that, but John, Holly Holm. So these guys are my guys. Um, so Juan Adams, the guy on my show, yeah, yeah. said he's going to Winkle John. That's cool. For the next fight because he, you know, he wants to get a lot better. Sure. After That's that whole great place Greg, to go. Yeah, after that whole Greg Hardy ordeal, I think it kind of fucked with him a little bit. And I thought, dude, he could have came in. He could have won that fight. Yeah. I don't think Greg Hardy's that that. You just have to be more he's mentally. Just such, oh. I mean, he's an NFL athlete. An athlete. He's bro. an NFL athlete. These fighters don't stand a chance against an NFL. Like they do. It's hard. But like, let's just be real. Like Greg Hardy has an. In, JD and I were talking about it. It's just not fair for these MMA fighters. They don't understand what going up against an NFL athlete. This fool, Greg Hardy, doesn't need to be technically sound yet. His brute power well, and speed for that size, he will get there. Like I mean, he, he won- doesn't until he does. does he yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody who's going to exploit him. Who would you take in a fight? Him or JDS? JDS, the experience. Yeah. Oh shoot. Though. But yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Think about his chin. <laughs> you said experience. That's a double-edged sword. <laughs> it's too much experience. Yeah. Sometimes is a bad thing in MMA. I don't know. Flip a coin. <laughs> I'm gonna go JDS. You made the right pick. I'd be inclined to go JDS. I don't think Greg Hardy's at that level. But I mean, if he could beat someone like JDS, sure, you're contending sure. for a title. And I think he will be there one day. Sure. Don't you? Mm, we'll see. I'm not willing to. They said they said Dan Hooker should headline versus Dustin Poirier. Izzy called said that fight in his press conference. That would be incredible. Dan Hooker versus Dustin Poirier. Oh man, that's Dan not a good match so, for Dustin Poirier. No, Dan Hooker's piecing him. But there's no way Dustin's gonna accept that fight. No way, dude. Dan or no, Dustin, no, Dustin Poirier is number two in the world. Yeah, and it's crazy. Like, yeah, there's no because he knows in the back of his mind I might lose him, get my sure. ass to this guy. You know? So you know the main reason we're just gonna get right to it. The main reason I you know wanted you on today is because. Yeah. You, we're going to talk about the main attraction, sure. right? Izzy Rob. Israel Adesanya defeated Robert Whitaker via second-round TKO last night at UFC 243 in Australia, in Melbourne, Australia. So, Mr. Andrew Valdez, What's up? you've been high on Israel Adesanya. Give me your reaction to this fight card first before we get into well, this. Well, can we start with his entrance? 
Yes, what do you think of that? We're going to start off with the, with the... So I liked his explanation to it. When I first saw it, I did not like it. I thought it was corny. I like the... <laughs> you int- love calling him corny. He's a corny guy. <laughs> I, ex- I respect difference. I respect people... I respect people who are nonconformists, who do the different thing. But he was a little bit corny, but... Bro, he's just a 90s memer. That's all yeah. he is. He's a fighter. It's yeah. incredible to watch. It, yeah. To some extent, like... <laughs> to some extent, you know, people... He, it is incredible to watch, I guess. I, I, I liked his explanation with how he was saying, you know what, I don't give a fuck what... You guys are probably all like, I want him to get his right. ass whooped because I was dancing. He yeah. said this. He's like, I want to express myself. If I want to do it, I want to do it. Fuck off. So when he said that, I was like, okay, that I can respect. So he's corny as I thought it was. I thought it was good, though. He could dance. But, oh, so yes, for sure. He could dance. My first <laughs> thought was, what type of balls do you have to have to do this in... Most sold out stadium in Australian history for a fight away on a away ground as the enemy. Yeah, you're gonna show up and do a dance. Mm-hmm. I want him to do that. I really want him to fight, John. It was good. It was really. We're good. gonna get to that at let's, the end. Let's wait. We're let's gonna get to that at the end. So he gets in there. Uh, as the whole time leading up to this fight, I thought Robert Whitaker had the mental advantage because he was staying calm. But I read that situation wrong, like I rarely do with people. I actually read the situation wrong. Izzy was just mentally strong. I thought that he was talking more because yeah. he was more insecure. It didn't seem that way. He was just sure of himself the whole time, and Robert wasn't. So what did you think of that fight now, technically speaking? Did you go the way you panned, You thought it would? So in the first round, I thought I was kind of surprised with um, not so much uh, Izzy's like, standing still, but I just expected him to come out and just immediately start hitting him with the feints, immediately start hitting him with the leg kicks. And he, he played counter. He just, he just let Anderson Rob, Silva like Yeah, he just let Rob come slow. in and... He figured out the timing. He started countering it. And that was the story of the fight, the entire fight. Round one, round two. It was just him having... We were talking about it when the fight started, just like we said. Izzy started off slow. Yeah. Not started off slow, but just didn't strike how we thought he would. He was taking it easy, reading him. Yeah, Whitaker was the one attacking, throwing in volume. And Whitaker was starting to land more a little bit. He was starting to land some and throwing more. And that's when I said, Whitaker's going to lose this fight. My friend was like, why? I was like... This fight, even though he has, has a higher output, is coming way harder to him than it is for Israel right now. So who did you have, have, who did you have winning the first round before the knockdown? Because obviously the knockdown... I had Whitaker winning the first round, but it was close. Like, I don't think Whitaker did ex- exponential damage. I thought octagon control and uh, volume output okay. should earn him the round. Sure. But then as soon as he got dropped, I didn't even... Because I mean, yeah. he did not do enough to win the round. Right, five more seconds and that fight's done, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, and, and if you look at that round... Israel lost that round just because he didn't do anything, not that he got hurt. I don't think he did. Like, he lost octagon control, and he didn't land that much of a volume output without that last knockdown. So I couldn't really give it to Israel. I had no reason to, give it, to not give it to Rob. So if you look at the numbers, right? What are the numbers? Show me the numbers. I think, the, uh, I think Robert threw, like, 66 total strikes. Israel, for the first round, threw a total of 44 strikes. But Israel had, like, two more strikes land. So while Rob may have looked like he'd been giving the higher output... Strikes so, landed. So right, pretty, numbers don't tell everything. No, 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 that's a good statistic. He's more precise. But, you know, the way I would look at it is if we were just to take that knockdown out the picture, right? Sure. I mean, it's Israel split. probably, that round was a setup. That setup was better for Israel going to the next round. But if we're looking at the facts, I just gave it to Rob because he threw more. Okay. And he, he established the center of the octagon more. But it wasn't like, you can argue that. Yeah, like, I don't sure. care. I don't for really, sure. it's not, not it a It doesn't commi- make a difference. They didn't, the it, was, it was an inactive round. Yeah. That's why I gave it at that point. I was like, Rob's probably going to take this round from the scorecards. But at that point in time, I did, it didn't matter to me because I was saying to myself, even though I'd probably give this round to Robert, I'm willing to weigh a lay a hundred dollars there's no way he wins the next round right this fight is coming way harder to him and is he slowly each strike he's figuring him out pretty soon those counters were coming easily it it looked like izzy i mean right he's had really tough fights right the kg fight that was a tough fight this didn't look like a tough fight for him no it didn't because kg wasn't lunging in off balance each strike that's what i noticed robert was off balance at the end of each one of his strikes which gave him a one to two second window to get hit it gave him a one second, at least a full second window where he was completely like, he couldn't move. He yeah. didn't know, he couldn't react fast enough. That's where Izzy went, one, two. And I'm not going to lie to you. I think, you know, I didn't expect this fight. I thought, I think Robert Whitaker's a lot better than Gastelum. But I guess the old saying, styles make fights. Well, right. Like ring rust is real when it's real. And it looked like it was real tonight. I don't think it was real. I think Israel just neutralized him. I don't give any I don't credit. Oh man. I think part of that ring rust comes down to, like, why didn't Rob go out the second round and wrestle? Thro- try Do you think he down. could? 
Do you think he could have? You think he was confident in his wrestling? I mean, I'm not a fighter. I can't speak to. I know Israel can defend the takedown. That's the thing. Maybe he's good. Maybe I mean we've seen Derek Brunson try it. We've seen Brad Tavares try it. We saw KG kind of. Did they take him down? They didn't manage to take him. I think Tavares may have gone him down, but he got right back up. Um, Tavares is a stud. He trains out here. I like Tavares. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I like he. I saw him. Coach Eric (laughs) introduced me to him. (laughs) But um, I'm gonna say this right now. I think Israel Adesanya is the best middleweight in the world. I agree with you, no doubt. yeah, I, I do. I, I, there's no disputing it right now. And let's see. My, I texted my homie. I think so. Now we're going to talk about the guy that, you know, it's crazy to me. Paulo Costa versus Israel Adesanya is apparently the next fight. It has to be. It has to be. And it's just crazy because you think Paulo Costa would be the one. I want this fight. You know, this, that, and the third. Israel was the one that won the bell and called him out. That Love was it. badass. Love it. Now, I'm the champ. Now, let's get to business. Now, I'm going to whoop yo ass. I'm going to whoop yo ass. There's a line. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. an ass-kicking line, and Paulo's first. So, so here's how I... Now, this is not... I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. Going into this fight, you should be, as an Israel Adesanya fan, I'd be more worried than I've ever been. I don't... I think this is a tougher fight for him than KG. I definitely have Costa beating the fuck out of KG if they fought. I think KG has a way better gas tank. Than Paulo. Yes, I do and too. I think KG's tough has shown that he's tough enough that he could go in there. That would be a great fight to see. <sighs> don't know. I don't know. I think KG might get knocked fast. Maybe. Because, again, as I said, styles make fights. I don't think KG can handle that size. I think Izzy can handle that size because he has those long limbs. And I think Izzy's so good that he's going to, like, it's going to be one of those George St. Pierre, Tiago Alves fights where GSP was fighting the brawler of his weight class. Everyone is scared of this knockout artist. But, dude, he was so technical. This dude just was hitting air, swinging at air. So I kind of agree with you. I don't know how well Costa's going to have. But I'm going to tell you one thing. In that Yoel Romero fight, in that first round, Paulo Costa looked like the best middleweight I've ever seen on planet Earth. Yoel is able to get that out of his opponents. He makes his opponents He's the scariest. Some of the He's best. the hardest yeah. fight in the, in the middleweight division. He's a harder fight than Israel, in my opinion. Because his gas tanks and is pretty fucking good. You cannot knock Yoel out. And he's, he's, he's the Hulk. Yeah, he's aggressive. He's keep walking. That's the only thing. I think Costa, it, I was shocked he beat Yoel. Actually, that was a close fight. It could have gone either way. And so Izzy has his hands full with both of those. I don't even know, bro. So many fun fights. So we're going to start off with Costa. You, who do you have in that fight? Izzy. I got to go Izzy. Easy. Why? Uh, same thing, right? I think his kickboxing, again, is just going to be too sharp. And I think what we've seen from Izzy in his previous fights, every time they try to close the distance, they just he goes to his knee. And he's able to really utilize those, those knees. And we didn't see against his last fight because Robin didn't really, tr- really try, like we said. I think Paulo Costa is... My only thing is, I, I got Izzy going to this fight. I think it's going to be Israel Adesanya via split decision or unanimous, but it's going to be his hardest fight. I think it's going to be a lot harder than that KG fight because we're dealing with a guy... Now, I'm assuming Paulo Costa, like... Like, you know the rumors. Like, Israel Adesanya, I give him credit. We, he heard the rumors. You're too skinny. He put on weight. And he, when he fights, by the time he fights Costa, I think it's safe to say Izzy's going to be pretty beefed up. Like, he's not going to come in that skinny. Like, mm-hmm. if you think he will, I don't think he will. Like, he's low-key low been gaining weight each. Maybe it's because he's getting older. His limbs are naturally growing bigger. But I'm going to tell you what. He's going to gain a little bit of weight. Paulo Costa, in my opinion, is the most dangerous, uh, right now, one of the most dangerous the most dangerous middleweight to Israel Adesanya's title. I think that six inch that we talked about, Izzy has a re- reach, yeah. crazy reach advantage. Yeah. I think that's very key. I don't know how Izzy's going to handle going up against someone that big and that strong, but I'm assuming this Izzy needs to stay on the outside. He's going to have to work his kicks I mean, big time. I agree with that. And then Costa just has to get him against the cage. I think we haven't really seen anybody try to take it to Izzy against the cage and do some dirty boxing and some dirty wrestling like that. So. Some Greco-Roman shit. Yeah, it'll be interesting. That, that's where I, I, I don't know. That's why I think John is a clear threat to Izzy because he does that shit like aggressively. He, Paulo Costa can. I don't think he's going to. I think he's going to try and bang because he thinks he's stronger and I think it's not going to end well for him. I, uh, I love the way Izzy rolled on the ground with KG. That was beautiful. So I like it. I, I'm not. I don't think he's a clueless on the ground. Sure. We just haven't seen it. We just haven't. Got exactly. A to see it. Um, again, Costa is just too one-dimensional for me. I don't think he could switch it up and level change. I don't think he's his mind in the game is not as creative. He cannot expand his game sure. and improvise in a in a fight like Israel can. You know. So I can agree with you in the sense that I'd go Israel, <laughs> but. 
You and I had an interesting <laughs> debate yesterday. You said you would, you're all in on Stylebender. So, all in, baby. So I have to ask you your honest opinion in front of everybody. If Israel Adesanya, who sure. right now looks like the next superstar in the UFC, the next guy. I mean, he is the guy. He's currently the guy. Not the next. He is the guy. What's the guy? There's, he's not the guy. He's the guy, bro. In the, in the UFC yeah, roster? The, U, the guy the in, the, guy. in the UFC roster is John Jonas and Habib. He has not bro. touched that level. Bro. He's not outselling them. A year and a half. His speed to his title, his shirt. Meteor, I can't say that word. His sword up like a meteor. I get what you're saying. But I'm not going to say he's the guy. Because number one, he's being outsold by three fighters pay-per-view sales-wise currently. And I see three fighters, two fighters. I'm not going to say Conor McGregor is better than him. He's not pound for pound. Which is also, I'm going to have an interesting discussion with Keith on that. Because I think Israel's way better than Conor pound for pound. He's so much taller and longer. No, just pound for pound. Talent. You know what I mean? Within the respective life. Who would you have in a fight, Israel Adesanya or John Jones? Because right? I mean, it's going to happen. Twenty twenty one in the, the Raiders. No, stadium. no, I think it's going to happen earlier. The UFC is well, leading it up to that. So this is the big question because I'm promise you it's going to happen. In I think it'll be uh, there's going to be two. I don't think it's going to be a one fight thing. But who would you have in a fight and why? I mean, right? I'm going to have to. Oh, shit. I'm going to have to defend Izzy again. I'm going to have to go with Izzy. And I know you're just, you're look at the little grin. You can't wait to have your turn to talk. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, dude. No, I feel you. That's Go ahead. Why? Man, I'm trying to come up with a logical argument. I really don't think I can. <laughs> you just like uh, Israel Adesanya. Yeah. No, and I think that's really what it is. And I'm, I'm just a fan, so I can be... You I'm allowed to have bias. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. You are allowed. So you're your own person. <laughs> like, you could be biased. <clears throat> and honestly, the fact that he... I'm kind of mad that you admitted it so fairly because I cannot talk shit because you admitted it. Like, I want to argue with him and say, no, this, that, and the third. But he looked at me and said, I'm a fan. I'm not, I'm not going to go against my guy. Um, I think Israel Adesanya is amazing. I think he's one of the best strikers in the UFC. If you're rating pure striking ability, pound for pound, standing up, I'd put him top three, maybe even the best. Who knows? I mean, yeah, John's just so big. I'm not going to put John as a better pure striker than Israel. I think he's he just smarter. Have to be. He doesn't have he to has be. No, John he isn't that great at any, like, he is so smart that he just knows how to, I don't know, man. No, he's pretty great. He's pretty great. I have, I don't think Israel will ever hit that level just because of his, he's so one-dimensional. Um, and we haven't seen though. I need to see him be right able now. to comfortably. Sure. Gen- I need to see him being able. All right, I'm in trouble on the feet. I need to be able to generate off- offense with my grappling. Sure. Or hey, I'm fighting this because he's never. He might never be in trouble on the feet. Hey, I'm fighting this crazy grappler right now. I need to be able to not only hold my own but put him on his back. You know, I don't think Izzy can do that. Whereas John does that against you know Olympic wrestlers. He. I mean, yeah, he. He has a sickness in his head to me. That's why I think if John were to fight Izzy, he would not take him down. It would be a kickboxing fight. Yeah, no, absolutely. John likes to do what his opponents he, are yeah, good, yeah. and then that's fuck the him craziest up. thing is this man is undefeated while trying to beat his opponents at what they're good at. The logical thing to do is do what they're not good at to neutralize them. His game plan throughout his career that his coaches advocate for is I want to mentally defeat my opponents. I want to be better than them at what they've trained their whole life to do. So that's how I'm gonna beat them. I don't know how well that would go with Izzy. I just I think John Jones's chin is amazing. I've never seen this man took stood in the pocket and took hits from Glover to share like it was nothing. Right. I that's the fight to make. I want to see that fight just so Israel Adesanya gets a little bit just humbled. And I do. I want to see him get humbled a little bit. You get humbled by a cheater. Real humbled. Humbled by a cheater, nonetheless. He's not gonna be cheating when they're fighting. I mean if he makes it. If he makes That's it. It's a long time. It is, it is. And you know, but these picograms, I'm not gonna go ahead. He is a cheater. I'm gonna go out and say this. John Jones cheated. Alright. Is he still my goat? But you could throw an asterisk on there. That's fair. You know, I always you know, I'm you know, I consider myself the goat fantasy football <laughs> player, but I cheat a lot of my, so I have an asterisk in my name. So I could relate to my boy John. I, I'm more so I've always been one and when I judge sports, like I judge try and judge sports off what I see in the ring. Sure. Um, everybody's human, bro. At the end of the day, no, like no question. And we could say, think about it this way: put yourself in John Jones' shoes. Like this is, you're a 30 year old man, and kids like you and I, 23 year old fucks in Vegas, sure. who don't know jack shit, who probably don't want to ever fight someone in our lives. I don't want to ever get in a fight. No I have yeah. no interest. I have absolutely no interest. Dude, we're talking shit and slandering this dude off something oh. we, we don't even know. You know what I mean? And at the end of the day. I fucked up in my life. I've done some stupid shit. Sure, haven't we all? Yeah. 
And so, I mean, to the point where I would, you know, crash a car into a pregnant lady off coke and leave, come back, grab a water cash, leave again. No, I never. In the weed pipe. (laughs) In the weed pipe. I would never do something like that. But, you know what I mean? I can can move past. I can forgive the guy. He's still the best. I mean, he's still the best at what he does. No question. And it's, it's been on, just like you said about Israel Adesanya, one thing I love about both these fighters is it, it, the feeling I get watching Israel is kind of like the feeling I got watching George, John, and, and Anderson, Anderson come, come up. Yeah, yeah. More so Anderson. This is the more, more, more similar to Anderson than anybody else. Here's my question to you. This is a great question. Sure. Do you think he, obviously we could say he has the potential. Do you think he matches Anderson Silva's 16-win title reign? 16-win streak? That's 16 Ooh. wins in a row. Oh my gosh! Eleven so or hard. it's like eleven or like twelve UFC title defenses. He's at one title defense. Let's count the Rob as a title defense because he was already interim champ. He was already champ, so that should kind of count as it'll, a title defense. It'll, it'll, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it'll count. No, he won a title. He wins a world title that night. It counts. Sure. Yeah. So he has he has a couple more. That's a tough because he's he's I mean, a, he has a line of killers facing him. A line of saying. straight. Killers. I mean, we said it. Costos, Yoel. I think I could Rob's going to be back up there. No question. He, Rob's Rob has nothing away. for Israel. Rob, has, I saw that fight. I'm telling you, I was. You saw Rob's me. 28, bro. I know. I know. He's younger ball. than Israel. Yeah. And you know, we were watching. We were in talking yesterday. You heard me saying like Rob's. I was saying Rob's so much more technically sound than KG. Israel did this with the KG. I think Rob wins. I'm fair, bro. I watched that fight. I'm telling you to your face. I watched it. KG I don't, had more success. I don't think sure. Roberts. Fighting style has anything for Israel's. They can fight another 10 times. I'm going to take Israel just because I didn't see anything from Robert's side that would make me think, oh, he might be able to win. Like Cody Garbrandt versus TJ Dillashaw, we saw. We saw, okay, Cody is, he's, you know, gets a mental if he, footing. If he just relaxes. Kid, he's so good. He is good, man. He's very good. His chin, Pedro Munoz fucked him up in that fight. His chin, dude, his chin is deteriorated. To a great extent. So, I mean, and I loved him, but... He's still so good. His, I mean, again, he's another guy that his IQ's so high level. It just, I don't know, it seems. I can't speak. He's an emotional fighter. When he seems, gets hit, right? he wants to stand and win yeah. and trade. You don't do that in the UFC against guys called Pedro Munoz. Nickname is the Punisher. Like, he's been there before. Ooh, I have a question for you real quick. Go do ahead. you think TJ deserves to get a title shot as soon as he gets back? Yes. Wow. You, okay. That's a line in the sand. Uh, so here's, here's, and I, I like the way you are, you're treating these cheaters. I actually really like it. Um, MMA. It's just consistency. It's, it's different than any other sport. Like you cannot be putting in PDs in your body because you are physically grabbing someone and exerting force. You're physically, you know, exerting velocity, trying to hit someone as hard as you can. You know what I mean? Sure. I don't think I'm very, I'm very impressed with how you judge PDs in this sport. I think there should be no leniency. And I agree with you. I see how you've been with John. Like, that is definitely an asterisk. I see how you are with TJ. With TJ, it's even more so because it wasn't a picogram. This dude did what? It's EPO. EPO. EPO just to get cut right. down away until 125. And Does, that was doesn't, doesn't that mean, like, your cardio is insane? Your oxygen is able to... Uh, you're right, you... Uh, Produce more red blood cells, so you're able to get more oxygen into your body, into your muscles. So it helps you recover and helps and you have better cardio. Yes, exactly. better cardio. That's yeah, it, or basically. does it get you give you any like strength advantages? Uh, better cardio and easier recovering, and you're able to do more for longer. So you're able to work out more. So muscle endurance, regular yeah. endurance, everything. Yeah. Like your body. I'm not just, a doctor. I'm not a scientist. I'm I know. I know. No. That, that's what I heard too. Yeah. That is straight cheating. Now that is literally improving your abilities to a great extent, in my sure. opinion. That that in that case, to actually to be honest with you. I think if when he comes back, he deserves a shot. He does not get a title shot. I think when he comes back, you give him a number one contender fight against Cody Garbrandt. He's a top five guy. No question. He, he He's deserves that, good. that. He's definitely that good. Um, did he get stripped? I mean, I assume so. I don't know off the top of my head. He did get sure, stripped. I assume so. No, well, and who's the champion there right now? Well, no, because Henry beat him in 125. Yeah. Henry's no, the double champ. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, what <laughs> funny, people keep saying, oh, well, if that fight was at 135, TJ would win. No, he wouldn't. No one's touching Henry in those weight classes, in my opinion. Do you agree? Henry looks so good against Marlon Marias, bro. Dude, he looks phenomenal against Bro, I hate his whole persona. Yeah. Everything about him. Oh. He's corny. Izzy isn't corny. He's He's corny. corny. He is. He's very corny. Okay, but the video with the diapers and the championship belts, that video is incredible. I'll give him respect on that. Yeah. Where he's like... The snake thing on stage really pissed me off. See, that's another thing is like I hate... I hate sounding like a hater. 
I really don't like hating on people. No, I'm not I'm a hater. I'm not hating on. I'm not a hater. I try not to hate. I really try my best not to hate. That's why yesterday it was very hard for me to take this Izzy win because I had 30 people blowing me up. Told you, ha! Would you think? <laughs> ha, a loser called it. Ha 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 ha! Shut the fuck up. Everybody loves to rub it. In. I know, and it's just like I was just like. Honestly, I had nothing to say because I was very impressed. Like, what was I going to say? You know, right. if I were to argue that, I'd be a troll and a hater. The truth of the matter is, Israel Adesanya right now is the most surgeoning star, whatever you want to call yeah. burgeoning star in the UFC. In the UFC, he's on the way up. It looks like he will be the guy. I don't. I wouldn't say he is until as long as John. This is John's era. This John Jones coming back from the PDs. I think Israel Adesanya is the perfect okay, but... star to in John's story. Perfect chapter in John's story. John needed that young kid, that young him coming up to challenge him. John needs somebody because he doesn't have anybody in light heavyweight. And if he does, he's going to no, retire. No, he does. Nah, he does. Nah, Tiago Santos was scary. And if he can ever walk again. Jo- yeah. And Johnny Walker. <laughs> Johnny Walker's very scary. And a lot of people, Anthony Smith. I don't, I don't know if I believe Johnny Walker. I know, I but know can you refute it. his logic yet? Just so you. No, can't. I can't. But I just, I haven't seen right? enough. I just don't exactly. know if I can believe it. Exactly. That's why I'm, that's why I'm scared. Because I have this dude just coming in the ring, yeah. knocking out. Uh, he knocked out Misha Surkinov or whatever in like 10 seconds, 20 I was like, he's a, he fights at XC2. I talked to the coach. They were training him. Like, we did not expect that. Wow. So, I mean, I, in terms of John, he's never had this young star, this antithesis to his yeah. story, this young guy with his equal hype. That's why you saw John get very defensive on Twitter and call him a bitch. You could see that Izzy just got to him. Can I say something? Yeah. Israel Adesanya is what John Jones wishes he would have been growing up. Or not growing up, but as like a young rising champ. Izzy's doing everything the right way. Handling the media the right way. Not getting out and getting ding for doing cocaine and strippers. And- okay, but John did that like after. Like he did that. That happened. That surfaced after he went through Murderer's Row in the light heavyweight division. So he defended his title like seven, eight times before but that he, happened. He was doing it all throughout all of that, right? No, no, he was. We just didn't know about it. Sure. <laughs> he, was still- <laughs> he was definitely doing coke and fucking doing- with strippers. That's my point. John Jones has the whole fake Christian act. Factual. I'm going to go there. Now he we can go there. has the whole fake Christian Let's act. Let's go there because you're right. I can actually he agree with you. He has the whole fake Christian act where he's, oh, I'm a good reformed guy. No, he's a Christian. He's just delusional. Like he's mentally like psychotic. Like he's using that like to convince himself that he's a good person because deep down he knows he's a piece of shit. Right. And Izzy's unapologetically himself. Israel like Adesanya, whatever, is, as outspoken as he is, he's a great person because what he's doing is literally just expressing himself. Yeah. He's just confidence in himself. So I agree with you there. However, you must understand that John Jones beat, knocked out six people in a month and a half. Dana White signed him, runs to Ryan Bader, Matt Hamill, which still shouldn't have lost that fight. That was the most ridiculous loss I've ever seen. So Probably I, on steroids throughout. No, he wasn't actually. Maybe. No, he Maybe. wasn't. The I, I don't NFL PED? I think Those super I high think, level from I his th- big brothers? I don't think he ever got on PDs until Maybe. that Daniel Cormier fight when I saw a big muscle change in his body. That fight, I noticed he was posting. I he follow, looked huge. He was I follow him lifting, on, on, yeah, yeah. on Instagram. He didn't look nearly like that the first fight. So I honestly believe him. He's never done PDs. But when that Maybe. second fight happened and this was his return fight, that was the point in his career when there was more pressure than anybody. And he was fighting the toughest test of his career for the second time. Sure. But just by virtue of him already having that asterisk, he's always going to have that doubt in shape. I'm always going to wonder, right? He has, can, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. has two older brothers in the NFL. Let's be real. The yeah, NFL let's keep it 100. Yeah, yeah, no, that, we, No, no, no. That designer he, stuff. <laughs> yeah. No, honestly, that's true. I'm not going to say anything like that because I, I saw what I noticed when I, why I believe he did it is because I noticed a clear change from his body against Ovin St. Prue to, to Daniel Cormier. And I saw him flexing on camera and powerlifting, deadlifting. He was deadlifting four or five 45s on each side. Crazy. I saw that video. And he has chicken legs. He is crazy. Back then. Yeah. Yeah, so crazy. to me, I was like, John, like, and his camp did not know. I don't think Greg Jackson's knew because JD's saying his camp, uh, is camp known for roids? No. Nah. That's true, though. Yeah. That is Valentina, true. Valentina, or not Valentina, Cyborg, all of them. Right? Cyborg didn't train with, with them. Cyborg did not train with Greg Winkle-John. Like no, Cyborg didn't train with Michael, Michael Winkle-John. Right? Holly Holm didn't get pot for steroids. No, but it's a, everyone's accusing her because of the way her fucking body looks. No, she's, no, she's the cleanest. No, she's, she's legit. She's, no, legit. she's so legit, she's bro. This girl, yeah. this girl, <laughs> she's such a hard worker. All she does is actually... I, yeah, I follow her on Instagram. She's a great girl. I like it. Don't come at Holly like that. Yes, there that camp that camp's I think that's I mean, the best camp in the world. But that camp did let him hide under the gym and hide from USADA officials while they were looking for a test. Um well so here's the thing that that camp's nutritionist, that camp 
was unrelated to the nutritionist that John Jones was. That's why Mike Winklejohn and Greg Jackson said, no, they said no. When that whole news came out, they were very mad with John because they didn't know this, this was bad for their camp. And they were not agreeing with the, the doctors that John went to. So when the whole dick pill came out, the dick pill bullshit, you're 28, 29. He was 29 at the time, bro. You did not need a dick pill at 29. But you know what? I don't know. I can't comment I on an erectile dysfunction. That's all you, buddy. So, I mean, it's very hard to say that. I, here's what I will say. Israel's, uh, I love, I like his title, right? It's more innocent. It seems like the right, he's going to really enjoy this time in his life. I'm never going to say anybody's title reign was more impressive than Jones just because that was the craziest thing I've ever. It was like Hall of Famer out, Hall it of was, Famer out. It was out. pretty cool. It was pretty cool. That's like, what made his name. watching UFC during yeah. that era and watching John Jones go through and just. He cleaned every, this young 23-year-old. That's the thing that blows my mind. Is, legend killer. Is John Jones was my age when this started and Izzy's 30, 29, 30. That's the only thing that blows my mind. But I'm going to tell you but, this. I mean, Izzy had like 75 kickboxing fights before. 75 so. and 5. So yeah, so like it's not like he wasn't not fighting he just had a very clear plan on how to get to the ufc and that involved he was a kickboxer kick yeah, yeah. yeah he's a 75 and 5 kickboxer and i don't know if he knew knew this he said there was a point in his career that really changed his mindset towards the game was when he got brutally knocked out there's a big video of him getting uh, knocked out Pereira, right? yeah Pereira. it was a bad knockout and he said since then like he said i still think i would have been here because i'm me i'm great and that's what i really like about izzy but he said that knockout really changed my perspective on things and i really like izzy just because he's doesn't give a fuck what anybody thinks and yeah, he dude. will express himself and he knows he's like he looks in the mic like to all the press and said i'm great do you disagree like that's how i really i live my life like my mindset like i really live my it's life admirable life. for sure absolutely it is. just anybody who can be it's not i would say it's relatable not admirable. I when I, I it is admirable. No, because I admire people who are unapologi unapologetic, unapologetically, unapologetically themselves. Like that's really? very yeah, absolutely. If you can be genuine, you are like that though. I feel well, I, that's why I try, to, admire yeah, yeah, yeah. I try okay, to do okay. be what I admire. Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are. I'd say you have always been like that. You'd always fucking say dumbass shit in middle school, <laughs> no matter that. You never gave a fuck what anybody said of it. You would say the most controversial things. But I'm gonna ask you this right now. What's up? Do you see Israel Adesanya entering that level by the end of his career, that Hall of Fame, all-time great level? Right. I mean, I think you kind of even have to start beginning the conversation with just how... I mean, right, seven fights in the UFC, all undefeated. He has the belt. A year and a half. Connor did it in two and a half years. I mean, right, he had the injury, whatever. And Connor had an easy... They paved the way for Connor. Like, Izzy didn't take easy fights. KG wasn't an easy fight. Connor, they paved the way, bro. He had no business fighting De Dennis Seaver than getting fucking Jose Aldo right after. Really? De Dennis Seaver's going to get you Jose Aldo nowadays? It's that mouth. Yeah, it is that mouth. But guess what? That mouth got him there, and he so knocked good. him out on 13. That was fantastic. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm a big listen. I, again, I like, I like Connor when he comes back. Cause oh, I, I do too. I, I think they're taking, they're going to do Nate Diaz, Jorge, the winner of that versus Connor. I got Connor winning that fight. So. Fighter of the year, Israel Adesanya or Jorge Masvidal Israel if he wins against Nate Diaz? Israel Adesanya. Really? He has four wins this year. All right. Four wins and a title shot. I think Jorge is kind of a little bit more breakout maybe. Br sure, hype, but we're talking about fighter of the year, most right. impressive resume this year. Fair. A four fights in a calendar year, instantly, that's cowboy level. Cowboy yeah. Sony does four to six yeah. every year. So he does four fights and he ends it with a belt. No, no, no. He you, Interim belt, then belt, right. and right. one of them was Anderson Silva. <gasps> All right, you've convinced me. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Won't uh, Usman Colby be Colby's fourth of the year? Oh, good question. Wait, 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 wait. No, no, that's sec Colby's second of the year. No, he hasn't fought in a minute. Kobe's been Kobe's been out for on the shelf for a minute. Remember, working been, on that porn star. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's been he's a clown, but he's one of my favorite fighters. Believe it really? or not, coming from a liberal, just like we said earlier. Oh, I don't give it. That's all an act. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. No, I definitely believe he's conservative. Like, he fucks with Trump. I'm not gonna sure, say, maybe, but, but he's not that to the point. He doesn't need to be that explicit about it. You know what I mean? So he fought RDA. Who else did he fight? That he not Robbie Lawler. Yeah. Um, and did he fight Tyron? No, he no, didn't. no. And that's interesting because remember the whole people were saying Tyron would fuck up Colby. I would take Colby Covington versus Tyron Woodley. I would. I would take. I'm, I'm telling you right now, Colby Covington is going to be Kamar Usman. I think Usman smash. I think Usman is going to smash him. Maybe I agree. Maybe I want to believe in this Colby hype because I'm telling you right now, he don't. He's the truth. Like I don't know what you see in Colby's game, but I'm going to tell you one thing. I'm more confident in Colby's career. 
going forward, I'm just as confident in Israel Adesanya I mean, as I am right. Colby's. Colby's last fight, I think he had off the top of my head like something like he had the most strikes, strikes ever landed. In, yeah, in, dude, he's a volume. He's the best volume fighter in the UFC. That's so insane. his cardio is the best cardio in the UFC. He has the highest gas tank in the UFC, and I don't even think it's close. I've never met someone who can go at ninety percent in the fifth round. He goes at eighty-five. He goes yeah. eighty to ninety percent in the His fifth round. Is... Eighty to ninety, legit. That's a third, second round fighter in the fifth round. It's just going to be a train wreck when him and Usman, because they're, the, they're very similar. Super similar. Super similar. Yeah. I'm gonna lean Usman because he's the strength advantage. He's bigger, bigger and they're yeah. gonna grapple. So like, which way do I go? You know. And so, and as for Jorge. I love Jorge Masvidal, bro. I love Nate Diaz. I also love Jorge, but I think I'm more of a Nate Diaz fan than Jorge fan. This is good. Conflict is good, baby. <sighs> so what do you got in this uh, uh, interim Stockton BMF? Stockton all day, baby. B- Stockton? Stockton all he's, gonna, th- he's defending. He's defending his BMF belt. It's already his. He's already the is baddest motherfucker in the game, dog. Oh, what do you mean? It? Here's why I don't think it is, because all he did is talk shit, try and get title fights, that's and true. he never really worked. You know that's true. <laughs> he never really wanted to work for it. Jorge, he never got that title shot. He's been sitting there. He took Darren Till. He took Wonder Boy. He took any- Robert Whitaker. He took Robert Whitaker. He took everyone they threw yeah. at him, and now he's finally saying, okay, now I want a title shot. I just yeah. knocked out Darren Till, and I just defeated an undefeated fighter in five seconds. Was I was so there, cool. bro. Ah, I was at the fight, and I get up. I remember getting up, and like I just went to get up to like fix my chair, and when as soon as I was fixing my chair, I look up. I hear the whole crowd. I look up, and I see Ben's on the <laughs> ground. Done. Literally, like I just looked down for a split second. I was at the fight card. Unbelievable energy, bro. I could not. The whole crowd was like, Ben Askren got knocked out, like, it was undescribable to see this dude, like this undefeated fighter's right. hype just. Yeah. Which, by the way, what do you think of Ben Askren? I think he's fun to listen to. I love I him a lot. I think, right, I'm not a big fan of the wrestling style. and His wrestling his, style is boring. Like this super dude, boring. Dude, I mean, it's high level. Like, it's high level, I guess. It's like, it's kind of like his wrestling style reminds me of like, okay, I, I, I need to do this or I'm going to die. Like if he can't grab a hold of his opponents, dude, he's going to get slaughtered. That's no. not even fair, dude. I think the Damien Maya matchup for him is going to be well, fantastic. Yeah. I think that's going to be so big much fun. He's chilling. He knows he's not yeah. getting hit in the face. He's well, just working on, yeah. yeah, what are they going to do? You know, Jorge Masvidal said it best. They're saying, what would you have done if you missed the flying knee? He's like, what do you mean? Well, I would have just <laughs> beat the shit out of him. Uh, yeah, nothing would have happened. He's not going to hit me. He just, he puts his head where my crotch is. His head's a crotch magnet. That's what Jorge said. What's he going to do? He's going to punch me? Oh, no. <laughs> so, you know, the UFC is honestly... I love this part of, in, of the year because the UFC is setting up a lot of dramatic storylines. Right, for the end of the year. This end of the year card is going to be absolutely splendid. You're talking Colby Covington, Tyron, Wo- or Kamara Kamar Usman as been, the headliner. Yeah. The pre-main is Volkanovski, who will upset Max Holloway. Yeah, I, I'm, he will. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, guys. I, I love hate, Max. Max. I do, great. too. He's, He's like blessed, one of the best but... out. One of the best out. This is not a good fight for him. This is not a good fight for him. Unfortunately, somebody has to lose. And and I, and I'm, as I told you guys, if you guys, I mean, the Frankie Edgar performance is great. Beat Frankie Edgar. Volkanovski is a different animal, bro. Way different animal. So I don't think that's, I don't think Max will be able to strike with him. So I kind of disagree because I think Max has some super high level of striking. I think that's No, it's good. better. I don't think Volkanovski will allow him to. No, dude. I think I think we're gonna see a real chess match of kickboxing for that match. I think that's what that's gonna turn into. I really do. If that's the case, I might go Max because I think Volkanovski taking Max down is where he wins. I think if Volkanovski wants to stand with a taller, lankier Max, he's gonna get picked apart like uh, Brian. Volkanovski's out of that same gym with uh, Izzy. I I, and Dan I, I agree, but and look how good they're standing. I agree, is. but look I, how slick. Uh, that's not. Uh, was it on the level? Of Max, Max Holloway's one of the best stand-up fighters in the league. Sure. Like, his boxing is taught. Like, dude, that fool is... I don't see anybody standing with that fool straight. I don't think... Don't get me wrong. Volkanovski can hit him with those... Po- those power shots are crazy. But, yeah. like, the way blessed boxes... Like, dude, that fool might be the cleanest boxer I've seen in the His UFC. ability to switch stances and just be so Bro, modular with... Dude, he loves if to I'm here, If I'm here, it's incredible. He's he, the, he, it's so good. You know, you're talking about striking. Like, Izzy's taekwondo kickboxing is what drives his stand-up. Max's boxing, bro, that's the fucking, I don't, I don't, I think if that's the case, if they stand up, I might change my pick, but I see Max Holloway, I don't see, he's skinny, and I see Volkanovski strong. Thick thighs, baby. Dude, Volkanovski puts pressure against yeah. him in the, let's see how you, you handle that, Max against Holloway. Against the cage, let's see. And Max has great jiu-jitsu, but I just don't see how Volkanovski loses that fight with his aggressiveness. He should win this belt. He really should. I hope he does. That'd be great. 
I want I Max so. to win, man. I like greatness. I want to see this man, Max Holloway, keep That's winning. Fair. You know what I mean? And, sure. and he's at this point in his career where he could be the best featherweight ever. Do you rank him as the best? Jose Aldo has the most title wins, but, you know, by far Jones? twice. Yeah. You know? So I don't really know what to say to that. I, I, I really want Max to win his belt. One of the best out. But, again, I'm telling you, this new era, it's a changing of the guard. These yep. young guys coming up, you know, they're really – how do I say it? They're really taking over these vets. Like, they're changing it's of the guard. It's just the evolution of MMA, dude. Every – Every couple of years, you see the next level, and it gets higher and higher. In all terms sports, of all oh, yeah, sports, for sure. That's why but MMA is so young in comparison to basketball or basketball, football. Yeah, or, yeah. It's and such it, a young sport. It's crazy as like the years go on, the sport's gonna change so much. Like, do you remember back in the day, like you had a jujitsu specialist, Hoist Gracie, come in. Then you had, you know, uh, these big ass buff ass fighters. You I mean, know, not even back in the day. Let's talk about Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Women's MMA was not was in that spot ten years ago with Ronda five years ago. Yeah, with Ronda. judo specialist, yeah. judoka, who was so far ahead of her game that she, that one specialty is kind of like Habib. And what happened with her? She just didn't tone her skills to the point where the rest of the division caught up. Girls like Amanda Nunez were working oh, on her love. straight jabs. Cause why? Cause Ronda comes in. So Amanda said, if I could generate p- combos and power from a straight one-two jab. That could hurt her. And fast forward two years, when she gets the fight against Ronda, Such one, two, <laughs> she falls. Yeah. You know, Beautiful. so it's just a weird time. It was like everything is in our life right now is like changing. It's like turning up. Like everything, every genre, like media turning up, social media turning up, um, video gaming getting bigger, turning up. Yeah. Just like we were talking about earlier, politics. Obviously, that's not the question. Turning up, right. music turning up. Everything is like getting crazy so i always have these arguments where i always like when i talk to jd about this i always lean towards the newer younger athlete not because i don't have respect for the game just because the game's changing so much that it's like it's hard for me to take a guy in the 80s over a guy now in any sport you know what i mean uh much alone mma a guy in the 90s so guys now look super hard dude you're tell me right now anderson silva when the best of all time you know, you put him up in the ring against a middleweight like Paulo Costa. Like, I mean, Anderson would <laughs> Anderson would speed would piece him up in his prime. But I'm just trying to say, right now, there are right. fighters that no, but oh, like Ch- Chuck Liddell, he could never survive in the current landscape no. in light heavyweight. No, he could not. No, Love he could him not. To death. But in his prime, Dino just... Tito Ortiz. Dude, did you see that video of Tito and he's fighting Alberto De- whatever in it is. Bellator? It's not even in Bellator. It's their own promotion. They're charging Golden people. Boy. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think Tito would work with. Wait, are they cool? I don't know. I think Tito. No, uh, I don't know. I, Oscar and him. Yeah, I don't I know. I know Dana White and Oscar. No, yeah, that's cool. what I'm saying. And Tito hates that. Dana, so, so it makes sense. Any of my enemies, my friend. Yeah, um, uh, yeah I have no he's starting, watching he's putting, that fight. No, never. It's forty dollars. They're charging people forty dollars for that pay per view, and it's Tito Ortiz versus Alberto uh, Del Rio. I w- what? Yeah, bro. I would. I don't think anyone's buying that. Like, you'd have to really be like. I don't even know how you support that fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You'd have to be sadistic, or you have to be mentally fucked up to purchase that Tito Ortiz pay per view. And uh, dude, Cyborg. I'll tell you one thing about Tito Ortiz. He did a good job with Cyborg. He got her in Bellator. Best place for her. That's that's definitely the best place for her. She's gonna thrive there. She really will thrive there. She needs that attention. She needs that star power. She's gonna run through everybody there. And then there will be an Amanda Cyborg, too. There has to be. Oh, there has to be. There has oh. to be. Bellator queen versus the UFC queen. And I think Amanda's going to start her. Last time I rooted for Cyborg. I've, I love Amanda Nunes. I uh, this time I'm rooting for Amanda just because she's a UFC girl. And I, you know, I support the UFC. Hopefully I'm working for them next semester. Ah, uh, that's cool. Uh, yeah, I applied for this fucking internship. I got a nice little plug, uh, the social media internship. So my plan is to graduate college and... You know, start this internship in my last semester, but, you know, my plan's always been to, I want to work for the UFC. That's been my goal for the past two, three years, gotcha. is to work for the UFC. I, I don't know why. I just want to get my foot in the door. And sp- I'm doing sports. Like, there's no question. I mean, look what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm for sure, like, yeah. I'm using this as a setup, but to get me in there, but, like, honestly, I didn't expect to fuck with this this much. No, man, dude, this is good. Legit. Like, I enjoy listening to this. Do like, you? That's I, my yeah. honest, honest opinion. Yeah, no, I do. Uh, right? I mean, you can tell you're new to it. Yeah. But that's not a bad thing by any means. Is it entertaining to some extent? Oh, yeah, for sure. And, like, again, I don't know if just because, like, I hear you talk and I think <laughs> yeah, you yeah. I remember playing you know basketball me. Yeah, yeah. and whatnot. 
Um, I don't think a random person would. I try. A lot of random people are fucking with it. You know, we have two shows out right now: MMA and fantasy football. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, our hoops one's debuting next week, so you know. Oh, can I actually give you some flame on a call you picked for fantasy football? Go I think ahead. it was last week. Paul Richardson. No, I didn't say that. I didn't play. I picked uh, Chris Godwin. Uh, no, when it was Terry McLaughlin, you'd pick Terry, you'd pick Scary Terry, he went down with injury, and you were like, oh, Paul Richardson's a sneaky start, because I had that same no, thought. No, 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 that's, I told in the podcast, I got in an, ar- an argument with this dude off Twitter. This dude on Twitter said to everybody, who do I start this week? Paul Richardson against the Giants, because Terry McLaurin was out, right. or Chris Godwin against the Rams. I say, you don't bench Chris Godwin, he's yeah. a superstar player. He said, What? Yes, you do. I was just telling. I am not. I I, I, mis- that. I misunderstood. Yeah, that, that dude. I came with you with some heat. And yeah, bringing it back. This dude it was said, "I'm gonna mean. roast it you." <laughs> no, but this dude. He came at me like, "Oh, you're really stupid. You're gonna start Godwin over Richardson." What happened? To- Richardson had like one, one point. point and Godwin had 45. He had a career game. And I tried adding. I looked up the Twitter account seconds after it posted. Guess what? Blocks me on everything. <laughs> so to all the tweets deleted. But all the people, all my fans, fans like the three people, <laughs> Your friends. Yeah, yeah. Hey, can you comment on this? <laughs> all my, all my fans. Like literally, I had a couple of them just like comment. Oh my god, this dude was wrong. So they came to my aid, and I made another Twitter just to find that Twitter and hit him up, which I did. Then he responded, fuck you, and blocked that Twitter. So I got my W. I got. I felt good about myself in the end. But I know that's very petty of me. But God damn it, that's who I am. I love that, though. No, yeah, fuck yeah. them. If they're going to no, be trolled, they yeah, deserve it. Yeah, yeah, you, you deserve no, to I'm be trolled. You. And like, when you're something like this small, fuck them. Yeah, I know. I'm saying, honestly, don't advise my fans to start Paul Richardson over Chris Godwin. Do not do that. I don't want them losing and coming to me. Like he was saying, uh, commenting on my thread, no, this guy's wrong. Start Paul Richardson. Everybody's like, really? Paul Richardson? I was like, dude, you guys will lose your week if you start this dude. Like start me instead. I can give you more fantasy production than Paul Richardson. I'm not like, I will find a way to put more points on the app for you than Paul Richardson. But that's pretty much it for uh, this week. Uh, Really quickly, (laughs) I was going to say, I wanted to talk politics so bad. But we're not going to talk politics because he's a political science expert, apparently. And I want to, it's not that I, he probably knows not more. an expert by any means. No, but like you probably, read. you're 30 times more well-versed in politics than I am, probably. But I'm very, very, uh, how do I say it, interested in just in any, any current events. And I one day wanted to like, just get on here and talk about politics, but I feel like we'd need... Another day, another yeah, podcast. Yeah, we, we need to, we need a special type of person for that. We need a whole special type of way for that because that could cause controversy. But with that being said... Israel Adesanya, Dick Rider. Thank you, sir. <laughs> it was a pleasure. John Jones, Dick Rider. <laughs> Hopefully one day when they fight, we can meet up and preview the fight. Hopefully you come on before. Come on for predictions. Oh, dude, I'd love to. Yeah, come anytime on for so. Want, yeah, 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 yeah. I like this. We actually yeah. came at it. Anytime you want. Uh, this is e- UFC 243. <laughs> this is Talk Too Much MMA episode, Kobe Bryant. I'm your host, Sina Palavan. <laughs> Talk Too Much Fantasy Football will be on later this week. And Talk Too Much Hoops is debuting next week. Another week, another dollar. God bless. That was actually a really good episode. Dude, that was fun, man. That was. That was a good call.